Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. At Bank of Ireland, you don't have to talk face-to-face. Our mortgage team are happy to talk FaceTime to FaceTime and give you all the info you need. From how to get started to how much to save. FaceTime our mortgage team to talk about a personalised mortgage that's right for you. When you're ready to make a move, we're ready to make it with you. Bank of Ireland. Begin. Lending criteria, terms and conditions apply. Over 18s only. Mortgage approval subject to assessment of suitability and affordability. Bank of Ireland Mortgage Bank trading as Bank of Ireland Mortgages is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Alright, so I gotta tell you something kind of funny that just happened to me. So if you're not familiar, I make these uh, astrology videos and every month I would tell you why I hated every sign and they all went viral and the Virgo one in particular, for whatever reason was like stolen because back then I wasn't making these videos thinking to myself, they're going to go viral. I was just talking shit and lo and behold, they go crazy. I didn't know about watermark in my videos. I didn't know about any of that at the time. So the Virgo video has now been passed around so much without being tagged to me that it's probably passed 20 million views at this point. And all of these people probably know my face, but don't know my name. So there's nothing to cheer about. Some of you get that. And (laughs) recently the clip gets stolen again. And there's people in my DMs like, Mo, they did it again. They stole your video. You're on this Instagram blog. So I go to the blog, and it's like over 100,000 views, and it's doing its thing. So I said to myself, to my new followers who may not know that this is a thing with me, I'm going to introduce y'all to this, to the fact that I have a Virgo astrology comedy video that just constantly goes viral. Like, it goes every other month. It gets like a new 2 million views on someone's page, and no one knows it's me. So I was going to make like a collage. So I remembered that the rapper Slim Thug, you might have heard one of his songs before. He posted one of my Virgo videos because I think he's a Virgo. And it got a couple million views from being on his page. So I go to his page saying to myself, I got to go back and find the video that he originally posted so I could take a picture of it and make this little photo collage so I could show how people how many times this has happened to me. And when I go to his page, the first video that pops up is me. <laughs> I see my face. And instantly I'm like, okay, why is my face on Slim Thug's Instagram page right now? How am I the first video? Did he delete the rest of the videos all the way back to the one he posted to me before? No, he didn't. He reposted it. This happened 18 minutes ago. This literally just happened to me. He stole my video twice. <laughs> and I, I don't <laughs> I don't want to say he stole it, because technically he didn't steal it. He, he doesn't know any better. He's, he's just giving me love. He thinks it's funny, so he's putting it on his page. But he doesn't realize that this is the second time he has posted my Virgo video. And I'm getting no credit for it. What are the chances of this? <laughs> What are the chances that I go to this man's page 
to try to find the video that he posted of me last year. Just to find out that he reposted it 18 minutes ago. What is the universe trying to tell me, man? Okay, I get it. I get it. I should have watermarked my video. This has been going on for two years. <laughs> Can we stop? This is the longest lesson ever. I will never not watermark a video again. It is so many views. Thugger, if you're listening, tag me, man. I'm it. <laughs> oh, enough is enough. It got to be over 20 million views by now, that Virgo video. Because the last time I checked, one of them went for 10 million on its own. And they all love it. The people love it, but they don't know it's me. Oh. Anyway, I just figured I would tell y'all that because that's what I'm going through. That's what I just witnessed, and I'm alone. There's no one else to tell. So I figured I'd tell y'all. Anyway, welcome to In a Moment. Yeah. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. If this is your first time, welcome to the funniest podcast you've never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitchell. Your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners. Episode 40. Yes. It's a celebration, right? 40 is a number you celebrate. You've made it to 40. If you have listened to every episode up until this point, this drink is for you. Yes, I have a little bit of a drink in my hand. If you are celebrating with me, go ahead and get your drink. Pause me. Get your drink and come back. If you're not a drinker, go ahead and get your smoke. If you're not a drinker or a smoker, how do you do it? Teach me. But get whatever you do to celebrate your ice cream. If you have been listening to me all the way up to 40, this is a celebration. I was going to wait to 50, but I just figured I'd celebrate again at 50. Because 2020, we just need all the celebrating we can get. Cheers. If you haven't been listening to all 40, but you've been listening as of late... You can celebrate too. It's all love. Let's just celebrate being alive together as I bring in my 40th episode of In The Moment. Fresh off of the heels of getting another video stole. Ain't nothing. Just another 10 million people who will know my face but not know my name. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. It's a lot going on this week per usual. It's a few things I'm mad at. Uh, this is where I want to start today. Ladies, can y'all be a little more careful? About the things that y'all put the word lull in front of. <laughs> I've been doing some thinking, ladies. Y'all can do a lot of damage by simply putting the word lull, L-I-L, in front of some things. There are men who have never recovered from three letters being put in front of something. It's true. Y'all got to be a little more careful. The word lull to a woman is the equivalent of someone having a gun. It'll take a man's life. I'm telling y'all, I'm not exaggerating this. And I know a lot of y'all are thinking about the obvious one. I'm not even talking about that. Some of y'all are thinking dick. Let's just get it out the way. I know what you're thinking. I'm not talking about that. That's simple. That's light. Everybody knows that one. But I heard a woman say that to a man the other day. And I thought to myself, there's the weapon. Because I got into an argument once, back in the day. This was around the time I started making... A little bit of money. Emphasis on a little bit. And I wanted to do something nice for her one day. I wasn't like stunting. Because I couldn't stunt. Couldn't afford to. And I remember, you know, she came to me and she was like, hey, 
about to go to the mall. Do you need anything? Can I do something for you? And I said, nah, I'm good. I don't need anything. But I happened to have my wallet out at the time. And I was going through the few hundred dollars that I had to my name. And I took two of them and I gave them to her. And I said, Queen, do something nice for yourself. Whatever you want, go ahead, get you something. Don't even worry about it, right? And I'm not going to lie to y'all. I knew I didn't give her a Louis bag. I knew that. I was aware. But I did think, hey, I'm giving you a portion of what I have. And so what if it's a small portion and it's still half? (laughs) It's a portion, right? And she went and she got herself something nice. She did a thing. Then about a week later, we were talking. And she kind of brought it up again. You know, she was like, hey, how you like that candy I got you? And I kind of made a joke, like, well, it's the nicest thing you've ever done for me. And truthfully, you still haven't done that even because, well, you bought it with my money. And she was like, you mean that little $200 you gave me? Whoa. Ouch. Wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> you can't. Yo. I was. I ain't going to lie. I was so hurt. I don't even know why I was so hurt. Why my $200 had to be low? That's half of what I had. What you mean, Lil? She didn't need to do that. She could have been grateful. She had a job. She ain't do shit for me. See, it's that sense of entitlement sometimes. Why she put that little in front of my 200, y'all? I was hurt. That was a big 200. That was huge. I was mad I ain't give her $10. She used to love college football, too. I should have gave her a big 10. Ladies, don't do that. Don't do that if a man give you something. Be grateful. (laughs) I sound like I'm still hurt. Because I am, okay? I thought I was killing it with giving her that 200, y'all. I'll never forget that feeling. I was like, oh, she'll never leave me. <laughs> I just hit off with two yards. Man, she told me that little 200, that killed me. That crushed my dreams. I started thinking to myself, though, even worse than that. It hurt me because that's what I had. But you could really put low in front of anything. It wasn't even about the quantity. It wasn't about the $200. Think about it. Imagine being Dr. Dre right now. If you're not familiar, Dr. Dre is a rapper. He's basically responsible for Beats by Dre. And his wife just recently asked him for $2 million a month. That's a whole other story. But imagine being Dr. Dre in that situation. And I could see this happening because if his wife wants $2 million a month, clearly she doesn't think whatever he spent on her up until this point was enough because those kids still got to grow. I get it. So at some point, I'm pretty sure when she went to him and said, I want $2 million a month, and he said, whoa, are you kidding me? $2 million a month? I done already gave you $100 million. <laughs> That little $100 million. <laughs> Oh, oh. Can you imagine... If it hurt me for $200, can you imagine how hurt Dr. Dre was when she put a little in front of the $100 million he gave her? Now, I don't know any of this to be true. I have no inside sources, but I would imagine that they had a conversation that went something like that, and she put that little in front of $100 million. <laughs> Ladies, don't do your man like that. Oh, that $200 was everything I had held with her. Um... What else am I mad at? So I went, I did a little bit of traveling. Um, I used the airport again. And if you have not traveled, 
I would advise you don't unless you have to. But if you have to, it's not so bad. But there was one incident I had with this lady, and I wonder if anybody else ever goes through this. I was on the line, and the thing about traveling at the airport right now, or traveling really anywhere I've gone, because I haven't gone a lot of places, but where I have gone, I've been sure to go places where they respect, you know, what's going on, and you can social distance, and you have to wear your mask, and et cetera, et cetera. The airport is no different. So... For the most part, I really had no problems at the airport. I didn't have to be next to anyone the entire time. There was just this one time when I very first got there and I was on the line to drop my bag off. And this lady was right behind me and she was breathing down my neck. And I turned around and I looked at her and then I looked at the floor and I was hoping that that would signal to her that I'm looking at you and then I'm looking at the signs on the floor that say I should be standing here and you should be standing six feet behind me. And she didn't pick up on any of those signs because she looked at me through her mask and smiled and said, hello. <laughs> and it was so warm that I almost didn't want to be mad at her anymore. But then I remembered, nope, fight it, Mo, COVID. So I did. And I looked at her and I said, excuse me. And then, like, I looked down again, and she's, oh, and she kind of waited. And she looked at me with an attitude. But at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, lady, there are seven people in front of me. No one can go until one of them are called. This line is not going to move any faster for you, (laughs) no matter how close you are to me. Because even if you jump down the back of my shirt, Neither of us are moving until one of the seven people in front of me are called. Why do you think the closer you are to me, the quicker this line is going to move? I've never understood it. We still got to wait. Whether you right here or you 30 feet behind me, this line going to move at the same exact time. It's like the person when you at the stoplight and the person behind you just keep inching, 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 inching. Fam, I promise you this red light going to change at the same damn time. It ain't going to change no faster. It ain't no different than the person that keep pressing the elevator button 45 times. The elevator going to come at the same damn time. Your anxiety is not going to make things move faster. Don't breathe down my neck right now, lady. But hello. (laughs) Because I had to say hello back, you know, polite. But just back the hell up. Oh, who else I'm mad at? Hangovers. Listen, there was a point in my 20s. Oh, it's glorious. If you're still in your 20s, if you don't enjoy it, I used to be able to get drunk, go straight to work. No sleep. Can't do that anymore. My father and my uncle came out to celebrate me for the weekend. We had a couple drinks. We watched some football. Y'all, I was hungover for three days. It was ridiculous. I've never had a three-day hangover in my life. We had those drinks on Friday. I started feeling okay again on Tuesday. What the hell, man? Then I woke up two days later and my foot hurt. I have no idea why my foot hurts. Not a clue. I don't know if it's tied to drinking. I don't know. I don't know if I was just watching football and just watching the impact. I feel like I played. I don't know. I don't know what happens at this age. How you wake up and some hurt for no reason? I don't want to hang. I don't want to hang. If hanging leaves the hangovers, I'm good. I'd rather hang under. 
What else am I mad at? I'm mad at the Clippers, man. I'm not going to stay here long because I we don't do a lot of sports here. But the Clippers were just eliminated by the Nuggets in the NBA. This is basketball. This is a team that was not supposed to lose at all. Because according to a whole lot of people, they had the best player in the world. His name is Kawhi Leonard. If you don't recognize him by his name, you probably will recognize him by this laugh. <laughs> That's him. Nothing's funny right now, though. Nothing at all. Because they lost. And here's why I'm mad that the Clippers lost. It's not about the sports. It's about life choices. This is why I'm talking about it. The Clippers have a team full of men who make Poor life decisions. That's why they lost. I'm convinced. Kawhi Leonard. Let's start with him. He should have never left the Toronto Raptors. Why would you leave? You had a great situation. People even started saying you were better than LeBron. You were the best player on the planet. You had the perfect system to continue to get rings, even though you didn't really have the athletic ability. Have you learned nothing from Tom Brady? <laughs> Tom knew he wasn't Aaron Rodgers. He didn't have that ability. He didn't need to be. He had the system. That's what you had, Kwai. Why would you leave? That is a poor life decision. They have Paul George. Paul George once played for the Indiana Pacers. Paul George also once hurt himself. Terrible injury. He came back from it. Then he went to a team who had a coach named Doc Rivers. He once dated Doc Rivers' daughter. He cheated on her with a stripper that he then married. And this is the man you decide to play for? You cheated on his daughter with a stripper, fam. That is a poor life decision. Then he decided to call himself Playoff P. Because he is the playoffs. <laughs> And it seems like ever since, he's been known for being the complete opposite because he sucks in the playoffs. Why would you rename yourself the whole playoffs? Humble yourself. That is a poor life decision. This man was shooting shots off the side of the backboard. There were so many greats before you who never called themselves playoff P. Jerry West is the logo of the NBA, and he's never even referred to himself as NBA West. Why are you playoff P? That is a poor life decision. Last but not least, Doc Rivers. That's the coach. It's a rough year for doctors, ain't it? <laughs> My man, Dr. Dre going through it. Now Doc Rivers. We got to pray for Dr. J, Dr. Strange, Dr. Oz. We got to pray for all the doctors. It's a rough year. I like Doc Rivers. I do. I always have. He has a ring, and we respect that. But Doc... Doc is the king of blowing a lead. Doc then blew a 3-1 lead in 03, 09, 2010, 2012, 2015, and now 2020. I like six times, Doc. And this is why you got to be careful what you allow people to call you. They call him Doc Rivers. You know why? Because what's a doctor good at? Saving people. Bringing people back. You call that a comeback. That's what Doc Rivers has done. Allowed everybody to come back. Hell of a doctor. Horrible NBA coach. Don't. Don't be afraid to change your name if it matters to your profession. That man clearly should be a doctor. He lets everybody come back. He's fighting for the lives of others. <laughs> Doesn't bode so well in the NBA, though, Doc. Should call you Patient Rivers. Somebody need to bring you back. And if you don't know who Doc Rivers is, 
it's the NBA coach. It always sounds like this. He always sounds like his voice is hoarse in the first quarter. He hasn't even coached anybody. Does his voice ever come back? I'm going to stop before it happens to me, but that's Doc Rivers. And I'm just mad at the fact that everybody on the Clippers makes such poor life decisions. It's not about the NBA. It's about life. Make good life decisions, people. No matter how much money you have, how much fame you have, how much talent you have, it will come back to haunt you. Let the Clippers be your example. Um, Netflix. I'm mad at Netflix. I know I'm mad at it a lot this week. Netflix has a, uh, real quick, a movie called Cuties. And it has a story behind it. I posted about this a while ago because I felt some kind of way about it. And there were some people on my timeline who were kind of fighting me and still pushing for this movie. And it's about an 11-year-old girl living in Paris who joins a twerk team. And she does this to rebel against what she perceives as her Muslim family's oppressive traditions. I was disturbed by this. The imagery of the film and the images that they used to promote it because it was young girls, 11 or so, twerking and dancing and bodies revealed. Why is this okay? There were people that were on my timeline saying, Mo, but you got to read the story. No, I don't. I was disturbed. That was before Netflix was attacked. There was a tweet that the director or the producer of this film literally sat there and went through hundreds of young girls and watched all of them dance and twerk in order to decide who he wanted for the movie. Man, I hope that's not true. (laughs) But they say it is. Allegedly, this happened. Y'all can't think this is okay. Y'all can't tell me I'm tripping because I got to watch the movie to understand the storyline. I'll leave that at that. Netflix, y'all got to do better. I don't think we should cancel an entire platform because they made a bad decision. We got to stop canceling people's entire resumes because they didn't do the right thing once. I don't think this is worth canceling Netflix. Most of that is because it's Netflix. I'm not going to lie to y'all. If it was, <laughs> But seriously, I never thought this was okay, but I'm off it. Last thing I'm mad at, Dancing with the Stars. Why is Carol Baskin on Dancing with the Stars? Why y'all let this happen, man? Carol Baskin has been dancing around the truth of whether or not she killed her husband, and now she is coming out to Eye of the Tiger. If she really did kill her husband, this is disgusting. And I feel for the family of her husband who has to watch her dance her way to fame and be treated as a star. If she did it, then hey, I guess this was her calling and Carol, do your thing. Only you know. But if you killed that man and now you just dancing, that's nasty. That's just as nasty as the man who killed Jam Master J and then found himself posing and taking pictures at his memorial throughout trying to have a rap career. I, it's people in the world who do evil things like this I will never understand. I don't want to spend a lot of time on that kind of negativity. Nelly looked rusty. He looked like it was hot in there. Anyway, moving on. I only have one shout-out this week. Shout-out to The Social Dilemma. If you are not familiar, it is a documentary on Netflix that is about how phones and social media have been pretty much using us as lab rats um, and controlling our moves. And it's, it's very eye-opening. It's very informative. It's very educational. I have definitely been a victim of being on my phone too much, getting caught in those rabbit holes, 
Those sometimes you leave your notification on, they get you to do one thing. Next thing you know, you've been on the phone three hours. I've done that. I have, I am very much guilty of that. Even being conscious of trying not to be on my phone or allowing social media to control my actions. I remember one time I went on YouTube and it started with me wanting to know what was going on with podcast host Joe Button and his ex girlfriend Tahiri, and somehow an hour later. That video led to me watching singer from the old school, Aaron Hall, talk about how he has had sex and everybody has seen it publicly, including Diddy and all these other famous people he named. I don't know how the hell I got there. I don't don't know how you go from just wanting some information to two hours later hearing about Aaron Hall's sex life, but I promise y'all that happened. And not only did I know I needed help, I knew that uh, something has to be done about this whole social media thing. So if you've not seen it, I advise you to watch it. It's a great watch. Very, very good. I actually watched it twice. It also goes into how it affects young women and the generations after mine. Uh, There's a lot more suicides now. There are a lot more young women harming themselves now because of social media. And eventually, I got to realize we're going to get to a point where everyone who was living no longer knows what a life without social media was. They're not going to have lived that. So how are you going to expect them to go back to what we consider normal? You know, because people are not used to having to deal with the opinions of so many strangers that they don't know. We're just not built for that. And this dot goes into that. And what happens when that does simply become so normal? It's a scary thing. And I think we all should watch it. I'm glad it was made. I'm going through that with fantasy football, too. I ain't gonna lie, I'm hooked. Fantasy football come around, and I'm just constantly looking at notifications, trying to see if players are hurt. Fantasy football is an addiction and a headache. That's all it is, and, I, and I'm and i here for it. Every single year, I take my money, dive in, and I get caught into fantasy football again. I used to be a commissioner. That's the worst thing in the world. Shout out to all of the fantasy football commissioners. I know what you got to deal with. I'm not even a commissioner anymore. They still call me. Mo, how do I do this? Mo, what is this? Mo, how do, all they had to do was log on. That's it. Just log on. Yahoo tells you everything. You don't have to call me for anything. And these be the same people calling you with 10 questions but haven't given you $10. Don't ask me a question if you ain't put no money up. I'm so glad I don't have to go through this anymore. Shout out to my brother LB. I'm sorry that you do. But shout out to you if you're playing fantasy football. Hang in there if you drafted Odell Beckham. <laughs> oh, did he do us dirty this week? I know how it is. If you don't know, man. I did a little video for Odell Beckham this week because of how shitty he was on Sunday. Normally, I don't talk to NFL players about what they do on my fantasy, but this week, I felt the need to say something because of, well, some of the uh, bedroom activities that we learned about Odell Beckham. I'm going to just play the video that I made for him. If you haven't heard, take a listen. I didn't want to do this, but now I don't have a choice. It's been alleged that Odell Beckham Jr. enjoys being shitted on. Shat on, if you will. Whatever it on. Women go to the bathroom on. And I know I'm late, but one, I didn't care. And two, I had to do. You should have saw that coming. I don't care what you into, player. Do you. It's not my concern what the next man does in his bedroom. But it is my concern what he does on the field. I drafted you on my fantasy football team, fam. And you ain't do shit. Nothing. Y'all know how many points this man got me? You guessed it. Of all the numbers in the world. Two, as in number two, you played like literally. Now, how you letting people on you in real life, but then go to work and don't do And of all the teams, no wonder your ass wanted to go play for the shitty ass Cleveland Browns. Nobody else want to play there. Just you. If anybody got an uncle named Luke, it's you. You can't do the doodle brown if you don't score. He won't even date you if you don't on him. If you don't 
You must have quit. People been shitting on you in the media for years, and you got the nerve to get mad when you invite people to shit on you in real life. Clearly, you like being shit on, but don't shit on me. I ain't into it. I ain't you. It's real shit to be in a relationship with you in fantasy. I can only imagine how it is in reality. Imagine y'all in a relationship and you try to sneak and go to the bathroom and he catch you trying to take his Hey! Wait! <laughs> you can't even take a in that relationship. <laughs> if you get constipated, he'll leave your ass. And you. Most people just want you to get a check twice a month. Odell just wants you to get diarrhea once a month. And don't tell me nothing about no human species, no nutrients, none of that. Because I remember that boxer tried to say that he got strong after he drunk his own piss. And Floyd beat the rest of the piss out of him. So I don't want to hear it. Least you could do for me is catch a football, fam. Because I guarantee you, you keep letting people on you. You're going to catch something. And she talking about she couldn't do it. She couldn't look sexy. Ain't nobody ever looked sexy while taking a You know what's sexy? A touchdown. And I got questions. Like, is there a target? What does he do with the after? Like, who's responsible for the cleanup? And does he have a room? If you fart and your drawers don't get wet, will he leave you? These are just questions I have. Yeah, uh, here's the thing. If you're gonna have people shit on you, fam, you can't play like shit. I done said all there was to say about it. I'm not gonna stay on it. But you can't do that. That's by far the nasty moment of the week. Um, shout out to Cardi. I feel for Cardi. I think it's too easy to try to use these WAP jokes. A lot of, you know, maybe you should cook and clean and all of that. And it's too easy. It's too easy. It's low-hanging fruit. I'm not going to do it. She decided to forgive that man for whatever reason. And he did it wrong again. So Cardi B and Offset are now officially getting a divorce. I didn't think it was going to last. I don't think a lot of people did. I was rooting for it. I really was. It's unfortunate to see that Offset couldn't uh, find a way to get it together. Basically, all he had to do was be a stay-at-home husband, be a part-time Migos. I mean, you had Cardi. You married to Cardi B with no talent. All right, I said too much. Um, I don't, Hey, man, to each day on, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't, I don't want to beef with them. They're going through enough. I wish Cardi better in the future. I will say this, though. It's a prime example of why I feel the way I feel when I say that. When people show you they do not value you the first time, you, you have to believe them. You don't have a choice but to believe them. It means something. Yes, you can forgive them. Yes, if you're not strong enough to walk away, okay, that's fine. But in the back of your mind, you should know when a person shows you that they don't value you the first time, believe them. I'll leave that at that. While I'm on the topic, shout out to everybody who's alone. Especially through the pandemic. I know it's not easy. I've spent some time alone lately, a lot of time alone, and... I almost forgot how much I reflect alone, how much I grow alone, how much I'm forced to really get down to the business of who I really am and what I really want and what I need to accomplish and conquer while I'm here alone. Sometimes I feel like there's this negative stigma on being alone and people equate being alone with being lonely. They're not always the same. There's nothing wrong with being alone. And being alone does not mean that you're lonely. If you are using your time in a way that's beneficial to you, you'll never feel lonely. And sometimes you, if you do feel lonely, maybe you need to. There's nothing wrong with healing, with growing. A lot of times that comes when we're alone. I think too often a lot of us get alone and we start to make decisions out of desperation. And not always healthy. And not always the best.
We have to stop looking at being alone as if there's something wrong with it. There's not. I've always looked at being alone as taking your car to get an oil change, taking your soul to the dry cleaners. This is, these are things you have to do in order to continue on the journey of life. You really don't get the time that you need to reflect, to be grateful, to dream, to push yourself, to step outside your comfort zone, to challenge your fears if you're never alone. I've talked to a lot of people who have accomplished a lot of great things, and I've realized that that's a common denominator in a lot of them. At some point, somewhere, they spent some really dark hours alone. Now, I'm not saying if you're in a happy marriage, the <laughs> dump your wife or your husband or anything like that so that you can be alone. That might not be your path. I'm just talking to the people who are alone right now and listening to me. And maybe you're feeling helpless. Maybe you're starting to feel as if that time will never come for you. Oh, it will. And I promise you, when you get into that relationship that you are so desperate for, that you are praying for, you are going to miss those times that you were alone. Because it's all valuable. Not because one is better than the other. A lot of times people like to compare the two. Is it better to be alone or is it better to be with someone? Maybe it's not better either way. Maybe both are just simply necessary. There's a time to be alone so that you can build and grow and be the person that you need to be fully. So that you can satisfy another. Because I think that's one of the more true things we ever hear. That you cannot satisfy someone else until you can satisfy yourself. You cannot Keep someone else happy until you are truly happy. Can't make anyone happy. Happiness starts with you. Shouldn't rely on anyone else. Being alone can be a beautiful thing. Plus, people are assholes, man. <laughs> Don't be in a rush. Use this time for a reason. You're alone right now for a reason. You may not see it or understand it, but you are. You're alone right now for a reason. Utilize that time to figure out why you're alone. So when you're not alone... You don't regret not valuing the moment or the journey because you were too busy worried about the future or the destination. Being alone is not being lonely. I enjoy being alone and so should you. Now, with that being said, I started to think about some of my times with having people around me all the time. Thinking about growing up and I realized how much peer pressure played a big part in my life. I realized as a kid, you really can't say no to something sometime. And I feel like kids should know that it's okay to say no. Like you ever, for people who smoke or who have smoked before, you ever been around somebody who smokes so much that you realize that you don't smoke at all? <laughs> like you, you know, you smoke with them, they roll a blunt, you puff, you know, a little bit, all right, you give it back, next thing you know, they roll another blunt, like fam. There's no more high. <laughs> We can't be more high than this. Where are you attempting to go? Have you ever been in a moment with somebody where you had to ask yourself, where do they think we're going? <laughs> we have hit the ceiling. You could smoke another 47 blunts. We'll be the same high. This is it. It reminds me of the guy who has all of the muscles on the planet and he's still going to the gym. For what? You have neck muscles. You have wing muscles. <laughs> what do you want to fly? Go sit down. Why are you still rolling blunts? 
I've, I've never understood this person. And I used to try to smoke with this person because I was afraid to say no. Why? Because I didn't want to not be cool. You don't want to be the guy who's like, nah, I'm cool. That's not cool. <laughs> nah, nah, oh, you can't hang. Yeah, I remember that, right? Oh, you're going to give up on us? They'll never let you say no. You can go to the roof with your friends. All right, who's going to jump off? Fam, I'm not jumping off. Oh, you scared? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's five floors. Yes, I'm scared. I'm going to break both of my legs and my ass. Yes, I'm scared. I wish I could go back to, to my youth and look at the idiot who was telling me that I shouldn't have been scared and said, yes, I'm scared. You do it. Break your ass and your legs. I'm saying this to say, <laughs> if you listen to me and you're younger, or if you have kids, friends, brothers, whatever, tell the youth, it's okay to say no. Yes, I'm afraid. Or no, that's just stupid. <laughs> Why were we always so afraid to say no? Um, people also have to learn to read the room. I've learned in my travels that people don't always know how to read a room. Like when I was on the plane and we were waiting to take off and they came over the loudspeaker and they were like, hey, uh, looks like we're going to be delayed because we don't know where the pilot is. <laughs> and it's probably my brain because I always go to the negative and try to find what's wrong with something. But that just made me so uncomfortable and so uneasy. Like, I just felt like in that moment, why didn't y'all lie to me? Don't tell me you can't find my pilot. Do you know what goes through my brain sitting on a plane and you tell me I can't find the pilot? Yeah, we don't know where the pilot is. Okay, why is the pilot late? Is he drunk? Has he been kidnapped? Will he now show up under duress? Is he hungover? Is he stuck in traffic so much so that now his blood pressure is high and he's stressed and he can't operate a motor vehicle? Is a plane even a motor vehicle? Was he having sex last night and then the woman he loved told her that she doesn't want to be with him anymore and now he don't know what to do with his life and he's suicidal? I don't know why y'all can't find the pilot, so don't tell me y'all can't find the pilot. Don't come up with something else, man. It's a screw missing. We lost a wheel. I don't know what else to tell. I don't know. Come up with something, but don't just tell me. Don't make me feel like the pilot is irresponsible. Before he get on the plane talking about, hello, uh, sorry for the delay, but I am here now. First of all, fam, come back here and show me your ID. Tell me more about yourself. Do you have kids? Do you have people in your life you care about? I have questions now. Read the room. Think about what people would want you to say. I had a family member who took me to the airport. I ain't going to blow him up because I love him. But he took me to the airport. And for some reason, he felt like that was a great time to tell me the story about how he was just watching something on the news and the plane landed in the water because it missed the runway. Pilot didn't make the runway. People were panicked. There was video of people almost drowning. And I'm sitting there with this man taking me to the airport thinking to myself, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> why? I love you, but why, why would you think this is a good? You're literally driving me to a plane. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, a coworker I used to have. And I ran up to her one day, true story. And this was like before I ever got on stage to do a show. I was terrified. And I was like, I think I'm going to do a show. Because everybody keeps telling me to be a comedian. So I think I'm going to go on stage and become a comedian. That's what I'm going to do. And she was like, oh my God, are you serious? And I was like, yes. Like, I'm... 
Why not? If everybody keeps saying I should do it, I'm going to do it. Maybe this is my calling. And she was like, oh, my God, this is great. I have a son who did this. He just one day said, I, people keep telling me to be a comedian. I'm going to do it. And I said, really? What happened? And she said, oh, my God, he sucked. It was terrible. They started throwing things at him. It ruined him. He hasn't been the same for the last 15 years. I thought to myself, bitch. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I didn't call her that. I'm, I'm, kidding. I'm completely kidding. I, I, w- I would never call her that. But <laughs> in my head, I thought it. I ain't going to lie. Because why would you say that to me now? Like, what? I mean, I guess that's your truth. But read the room. Not a good time. I couldn't imagine walking my grandma or somebody to the bus station and, hey, grandma, you know how many people have died on the bus? Have a great day at work. I mean, what what, what the hell, man? <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm going to introduce a new segment to the podcast. It's called Call My Friends. And I'm going to create a panel of people because sometimes I just want to interact. But not the entire time. I just want to get other opinions on certain things. And two things came up this week that I have questions about. And before I go into this, if you are a listener of mine, family member, fan, doesn't matter. And you want to be a part of the panel. Because I'm going to do this on different weeks. Send me your number. Let me know you want to be a part of the panel. I'm serious. I'm going to call you mid-podcast and just ask you random questions if you can answer. Ladies, if y'all have questions y'all want me to call men and find out, let me know. Text me, put it in a DM, whatever y'all want to do. Write me. Fellas, if y'all got questions y'all want me to call the ladies and ask, let me know. This week, I'm starting off. I got two questions for men. I'm just curious. This week on The Bird Show, we talked about how this one lady was a virgin, and she was afraid to tell the guy that she was dating she was a virgin because she didn't know how he was going to react to it. I don't think there was anything wrong with her telling him that she was a virgin. I just thought there was something wrong with her calling a radio station asking us to do it. But we did it, and it didn't go well for her. But Bert admitted that he would want to know that on the first date. Me, if I like her, I, I'm fine waiting to the third date. But I don't know that I would want to go any longer, and I'm curious to how other men feel about this. I'm also curious to this. Chris Evans, uh, a.k.a. Captain America... Got caught with his slang out. Um, yep, another celebrity trying to post on social media and his slang and his nuggets was all out. So Bird admitted that he searched the picture to see, you know, I guess to see what's going on. Now, I, I wouldn't do that. It's not, my, it's not my thing. But I'm also curious in that. I want to know how many of my male friends would admit that there has been a time when a male nude has slipped And they just wanted to, you know, compare, measure, contrast, whatever. I want to see who's going to admit this. So I'm going to call some friends and I'm going to ask them these two questions because I'm curious. Real quick, though, I thought about this. Chris Evans should be ashamed of himself, not because a nude slipped, but because of how much money slipped. Think about it. Everyone saw that picture for free. Imagine if Captain America would have started an OnlyFans. And said, hey, <laughs> this American dick is available for $9.99 a month. Come on, let's be honest, man. He'd have made $100 million. He would have made $100 million. I thought about this late. But instead, no, he made nothing. 
Don't do it for free. Celebrities, I'm saying this to say, if you got a new pick in your phone right now, go ahead and put it in your OnlyFans before it slips for free. Let's give it up. All right, let's go to the phones. Yo, what up? My guy, this is Mo Mitch from the In The Moment Podcast. How you feeling today, brother? Wow, that's a lot of fantastic. All right, check me out real quick. If you're dating a woman and you like her mm-hmm. and she's a virgin, how soon do you want her to tell you? Immediately. Immediately. First date. First date. Why? That way you know how to approach her from uh, time forward. You know? Don't just bring, you know, don't have her, you know, act in a certain way. Then when it's time to do the thing, like, oh, I'm a virgin. I'm like, well, Damn. So you just don't want to waste your time? Don't want to waste my time. Just, just let me know from the jump. So if you really like her, and it's the first or the second or the third date, and she tells you, yo, I like you too, but I'm a virgin, you going to leave? That's a, that's a deal breaker. No, it's not a deal breaker. Just, just let me know off rip. <laughs> so it's not a deal breaker. You just want to make sure that she tells you. Yeah. So that you can determine if she's even worth dating anymore. No, I'm not determining if she's worth dating anymore. It's just, just tell me, let me know, and, and we, we good. You know, at this this day and age, you know, it's better just to leave everything on the table. You know, not not too much, but just enough to to, to keep shit honest. All right, I respect that. Question number two. Chris Evans, are you familiar? A.K.A. Captain America. He just had uh, a nude picture, accidental release. As a man, has there ever been a time in your life when you heard that another man had a dick pic out and you went and looked? No. Tell me why you're lying. <laughs> hey, I've never done it either, but uh, so many men are admitting to have done this that I'm going to get one of my friends to admit that they have done this live on my podcast, damn it. So you tell me why you lying right now, because I know you done did it. You mean, okay, hold on. You trying to say, have I sent out a dick pic? No. Well, well have you? Well, yeah, I sent out a dick pic. Oh, so you, they ain't floating around there. They won't be long before one of yours pop up. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm securing myself, and I'm, I'm good. No, I don't. I never lack confidence in myself. All right, you telling me too much information. I'm going to go ahead and get the fuck out of here. Hey, it was good talking to you. <laughs> I'll call you later, fam. Right, hey, hey, don't ever, don't ever tell me how confident you are in your middle <laughs> section with that much <laughs> emphasis in your life. Bye. <laughs> right. This is Mo Mitch from the In The Moment Podcast, and you are live and in effect. I got two questions for you. You ready? Yes, sir. If you're dating a woman and you really like her, first date, and she's a virgin, how fast do you want her to tell you? Uh, I mean, you can wait a little time on that. Really so, like her and everything. Get to know her a little bit better, and that time will come. That's a gentleman answer. I like that answer. All right, I, I, I got another one for you. Uh, you ever heard of Chris Evans, a.k.a. Captain America? For all of the male nudes in life that have ever come out, have you ever found yourself as a man secretly going to look just to see what the brother was about? Nah. Never thought about ain't it? Ain't worried about that. Nah, ain't no point. That was too easy. You a real man for yours. I'm going to call you back when I'm not on my podcast so I can holler at you. I love you, fam. Oh, I definitely appreciate it. I ain't going to love you too, brother. <clears throat> what up? This is Mo Mitch from the In The Moment podcast calling you with a few questions. Yeah. How you feeling? Feeling great. All right. Football team this weekend. <laughs> Yo. 
Hey, the Eagles are the first team in NFL history to lose to a team with no name. Football I, team, that's how we do it. This is a disgusting that, year. Nah, that's our logo. It's football. That's how we know. Fam, I hate we, you, and I didn't call you to talk about football. Don't try to don't <laughs> don't don't try to take control of my interview. Now, pay attention. If if you dating a girl that you like, right? It's the first date. You like her. She's cool. She's a virgin. How fast do you want her to tell you that she's a virgin? First date, second date, third date, don't matter. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I would like to know that information as soon as possible. I, I don't know what's the standard for that, but definitely that would be nice to know the first date. Why? That changes things, I think. Oh, so if you if you really like her, what what changes? I think it might change your approach. <laughs> what? What about your approach is going to change? You might, you might want to slow down whatever your normal approach is. Oh, so you're going to take your foot off the gas? You're gonna, take the foot off the gas. Hit, the, hit, a, hit a solid break. You're going to relax and behave like a gentleman? I didn't say that, Mo. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to actually act like you have sense? Like, is that what, you, is that what you're insinuating? That, you, you're putting words into my mouth, Mo. That's, that's what I heard. Hey. No. you'd want to know like if I knew that I'd probably tell you like Mo that girl might not be what you're expecting <laughs> oh that's good you try, that to, you try to pull me into this I don't know I'm asking you that was clever don't don't try to pull me in it nope so you want to know out the gate so that you can know how to approach her whether to be a savage or a gentleman got it now <laughs> question number two Captain America just accidentally showed the world his penis are you aware of this Okay, now, my boss admitted that he went and took a peek because he was curious to know, um, I guess, how it was hanging for the captain. And I'm curious, as if any of my male friends would admit that throughout their lifetime, has there ever been a male nude slip? You didn't plan on telling anyone, but you went to see if you measured up. Uh, no, actually, no. I mean, I, I remember uh, Ray J had a huge penis in the... <laughs> You got it. You, you, you sized them up? <laughs> Brandy's brother. You remember that Disney commercial? That's Brandy's brother, Ray J. I can't. Yo, you and Kanye West both sized up Brandy's little brother, and that's disgusting, man. <laughs> it was a video. You Wait. Know? You didn't see that tape, Mo? I, I saw the tape. I ain't going to lie, but I tried to avoid. <laughs> I tried to avoid looking at Ray J, man. His penis came on the screen. Is that what you're trying to tell me? That's what happened, Mo? Okay. Yes. That's exactly right. what I'm telling you. Sounds right. Sounds about right, Mo. I don't, I don't like the way you so comfortably told me that Ray J has a huge penis. What the hell is wrong with you, man? It was on the video, man. <laughs> All right. Yep. I got a, I got no more questions for you right now. Ray J and Kim Kardashian. It wasn't like Ray J and Young Berg. It was Ray J and Kim Kardashian. All right, fam. The reason we watched it. No, you don't have to explain nothing to me. I ain't here to judge you. Just my listeners. Don't worry about me. All right. Hey, I'm going to hit you when I get out of here. I love you, bro. Love you, too. Peace. <laughs>
as you can see, uh, I, have, <laughs> I have a variety of friends with uh, different opinions and different approaches to life. Uh, some a little bit more of a gentleman than others. But I, <laughs> nonetheless, I love them all. I'm keeping this going. And if I know you and you listen, I might just call you one day. Now you at least know not to answer if you don't want to be uh, if, if, if you don't want to be live. But I will keep calling you. So don't play with me. Um, let's get into moments of the week before I get out of here. It's going to be real easy this week. Nastiest moment of the week. Odell Beckham Jr. allows women to shit on him and then shits right back on you during fantasy football. He had the nastiest moment of the week with two points. Uh, best moment of the week. It hasn't happened yet, but it's going to be happening in a couple of days. Shout out to my dude, Case Money. He's in town. We're recording music this Friday. 1901 is officially back. If you follow me, you know a little something about that. If you don't get to know it, we make incredible music. And we currently have a single called Hit My Line available on all apps. And we're going to keep hitting y'all with fire. I'm very excited about that. Most reflective moment of the week. This is how I'm feeling, y'all. After watching The Social Dilemma, fame and attention is really a horrible drug. And it's getting out of hand. And it's going to continue to get worse. And I'm not going to go into all of the details of it because most of you already know exactly what I'm talking about. But this new day and age where people are risking their lives and their livelihood for attention, doing anything for attention, literally dying to create a TikTok, limiting your life, TikTok should not represent the sound of the time running out in your life. It's supposed to just be a way to create content. Be more creative. If you're doing something to be funny to where you might die, (laughs) it's not really funny, nor is it creative. You can do better. Social media has become a devil in a sense for some of us, for those of us who don't know the monster behind the machine. Get to know it. Watch the social dilemma. Watch how much time you're on your phone, your social media, doing things that don't matter. Some of us, it's the first thing you do when you wake up. It's the last thing you do before you go to sleep. And we all find excuses to continue to do it. I told somebody one time, they was like, why are you taking your phone in the bathroom? I was like, what else I'm going to do while I'm in there? I'm bored. And then it hit me like, Mo, you could just use the bathroom. (laughs) That's that's like a ridiculous ass excuse. But those are the kind of excuses we make just to be on our phones at times when it was like completely okay to not have your phone. Be conscious of that. Quote of the week before I get out of here. I saw something that really struck with me the other day. I retweeted it on Twitter. Big Sean, the rapper, tweeted it. Um, I don't have the quote in front of me, but basically he said he spent a lot of time in his life not doing things and doing things based off of what he believed people were going to think of him. And I felt that because too many of us do that. A lot of us, man. I spent a lot of my years being afraid to do certain things, say certain things, be certain things because I was worried about what the opinions of others would be, whether that was people I knew or I didn't know. That is unhealthy. That has to stop. You will never live if you are constantly living worrying about what someone thinks of you. Period. And when I finally got to a point of realizing how toxic that was and I started to enjoy life for what it really is and stop caring about how people viewed me and if they only saw the worst of me, life became a whole different place, a more beautiful place, a place worth being. So... I encourage you, whoever you are, wherever you are today, to stop. Stop. Take it one day at a time. Take it one moment at a time. Take it one second at a time. However you need to take it. 
But start working on that. On getting to a place where only you care about who you are. People don't know you. They don't know your true intentions. They don't know your soul. They don't know your heart. They don't know your mind. They don't know your spirit. They just form opinions based off of what they see. And they don't even see the whole picture of what's given to them. So even that is an inaccurate picture. Live your life for you. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Do what you believe to be best. People will see what they choose to see in you. Not what you actually do and who you actually are. And they don't think about you as much as you think they do. You probably think about yourself a whole hell of a lot more than other people think about you and your mistakes and your flaws and things of that nature. So start living for you. Stop living for what people think and what people believe. Be who you want to be. Be who you are. Love yourself. Need to arrange finance for your business? Talk to Linked Finance today. As an approved provider of low-cost business loans under the government's COVID-19 credit guarantee scheme, Linked Finance offers fast, unsecured loans of up to €250,000 with no personal guarantees required. Simple applications are lowest ever rates and a credit decision in just 24 hours. Keep your business moving forward. Search Linked Finance today. Linked Finance, supporting a Government of Ireland initiative. At Carphone Warehouse, we've got the best deals in town. Get massive savings on bill pay with brands like Samsung, iPhone, Huawei and Google Pixel. Shop our range of smartwatches, fitness trackers, wireless headphones and phone accessories. And we've got unbelievable prices on SIM-free and prepay phones. Shop online at carphonewarehouse.ie Certainty. With Volkswagen Commercial Vehicles, it's included as standard. The Crafter, Transporter and the all-new 5th generation Caddy are more innovative, dynamic and efficient than ever before. Now with HP Finance from 0%, purchase contributions of up to €3,500 and service plans from €9.99. They're the smart next step for your business. For vans and offers you can rely on always. Contact your local Volkswagen commercial vehicles dealer or visit volkswagenvans.ie and leave the rest to us. Finance provided by way of higher purchase agreement from Volkswagen Financial Services Ireland and subject to lending criteria. Terms and conditions apply. At Carphone Warehouse, we've got the best deals in town. Get massive savings on bill pay with brands like Samsung, iPhone, Huawei and Google Pixel. Shop our range of smartwatches, fitness trackers, wireless headphones and phone accessories. And we've got unbelievable prices on SIM-free and prepay phones. Shop online at carphonewarehouse.ie.